This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. Kamal Ravikant, welcome to the Freedom Hunt, sir. <laughs> Buck, it's such an honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, Kamal, tell us a little bit about your background before we get into the book. You have quite a story. <clears throat> I do. Um, I'm, uh, I'm actually, I was born in India, and uh, we came to this country when I was a little kid. And uh, my mom um, left, we have, you know, my parents divorced, and my mom raised my brother and I on no money, single mom. <clears throat> you know, minimum wage, you know, there was a, uh, we came from like a real, we lived in a very, very hard, we lived in Jamaica, Queens, came from a very, you know, difficult part, uh, like, you know, which is where you used to get jumped every day trying to go to school. And uh, eventually when I, I graduated high school and I went to college for a year and I left college and I said, screw this. And I joined the army and I was uh, 11 Bravo, I was an infantry soldier. And uh, then went to college after that. And uh, after that, I uh, traveled around a bit and moved out to Silicon Valley for the dot-com boom and just threw myself in and started building companies. And that's when, the, you know, we were actually creating the Internet then. And end up like the first company I ended up got involved and helped build, ended up going public and doing really well. And then since then, I've been involved with startups, you know, some that have done well, some that blew up, which is part of the startup game. And... Um, and uh, now I run a venture fund where I actually invest in internet startups. So I get to actually work with the best of the best entrepreneurs, and I get to help them, and I get and I really get to see the future. It's like the best job in the world. And also, I write these books. Um, the books have nothing to do with technology or venture capital. The books are all about just being your personal best self. You know, things I've learned in my life, and um, you know, those do very well too. So that's kind of a bit of a bit of my background. Yeah, come on. Tell me before we get into the latest book. I actually would like you to tell everybody listening about your first book, which was a, a huge bestseller, which you self-published. Yeah, love yourself like your life depends on it. I have it on my bookshelf. I have read it, but I want you to tell everybody about both what led up to this book and and what you what the message is. Yeah, um, look, putting that book out changed my life, I, and it came from a life changing experience. And when I was building my last company. Uh, this was about five years ago, and I I put all my money into it, and I you know the classic entrepreneur journey. I hadn't taken a day off in three and a half years, just worked myself to the bone, and I um, took some investor money. Everything was going great, and the whole thing blew up, and I lost everything. Um, you know, like I was like here I was like a, all the money I saved for the years was gone. I was in credit card debt, and I was really sick. I was just worn out and sick, and the doctors were like they were throwing all sorts of weird diagnoses that you know they they weren't sure. And I was depressed out of my mind. Actually, you know, I'd say depressed would be a good day. And I was miserable. I was suicidal. And and um, one morning I woke up. I'm like, I can't, I can't live this way anymore. I'm gonna get out of this or die trying. And I, I, you know, I sometimes I write thoughts in a journal. And I remember I was so exhausted, so sick. I like crawled over and then got up and just like went to my journal, grabbed a pen, and carved in a vow to myself. And I don't know where this vow came from. It's one of those moments, if you want to call it a spiritual moment or like something bigger than me made to put this vow to love myself. I was going to figure out how to love myself because I just hated myself. I hated my life. I just hated everything. And I thought the the very opposite of where I was, I felt was going to be love. 
<clears throat> and I wrote as a vow to myself, and I'm a huge believer believer in commitment. You know, when you make commitment to yourself, you know, you you, you don't burn the ships behind you; you explode them behind you. And I set out to do that, and like locked in my bedroom, sick. I sat to just just work on my inside because that's all I could do. I couldn't go out and be around people. I just worked on my inside, and things started to shift. And within like a month, my entire life had shifted, and all I did was work on my inside. And so I started, and so once I got better, I started sharing this with friends, and they it would really help them. And so like eventually, you know, the, the you know people kept asking me to shut them up. I wrote this little book, and um, I'd also make a commitment to a friend that I would write it. And I, you know, I wrote this. You know, I spent a month writing it. I really just distilled down what I wish someone had told me when I was at bottom that would have helped me. And I self-published it. I took a big risk on my career because, you know, it was very honest. It was a picture of a guy with a gun to his head and a big heart because it's the heart that saves. And, I, you know, I thought it sold like 10 copies, you know, eight of them bought by me to give to friends. And I was going to destroy my career at Silicon Valley. And a month later, it was the number one self-help book on Amazon. And it's gone on to, I mean, it's hundreds, sold hundreds of thousands of copies. You know, I get, I run into people in the streets that tell me, like, it changed their lives. I get emails telling me, you know, people stopped them from committing suicide. And all it was was sharing just something that I did, you know, and how anyone could do it step by step. Um, it was the best, best experience of my life, you know, really taking a risk, just sharing my true self, not this startup guy, not this entrepreneur, not this guy who's got his shit together, but a guy who failed and like, worked on, on his inside to be better. So that's the story of the book. I- and anybody who wants to can go on uh, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It on, we type it in Google, but also if you go to Amazon, it's available. It's 8,000 words, so it's, it's a quick read but a, a profound read. And just you can look at the reviews on Amazon and see it, it has changed. People love, love this, uh, this manifesto, really, to love yourself. Um, and then, but I want to talk to you about the new book, Kamal, Rebirth, mm-hmm. A Fable of Love, Forgiveness, and Following Your Heart, also on Amazon. Talk to me about Rebirth. Yeah, Rebirth is actually a novel that I, that's actually available in any bookstore you go to. Um, I, it's something that I've worked very hard on for years and, and because I believe that ultimately as human beings, we learn best through stories. So I took this experience in my life when I was 25 and my dad died. And I wasn't, you know, obviously I wasn't close to him, but he asked me to take his ashes to the Ganges because that's where he's from. And I took his ashes there, and, <clears throat> but instead of coming back, I wandered for eight months. I had no money. I had a backpack. I just wandered around the world. And, you know, just after a series of events, I ended up in Spain and walking an old Christian pilgrimage in Spain called the Camino de Santiago. It's been around since the 11th century. And I, it was 550 miles from one end of Spain to the other. And I'm walking it, and I met these amazing people along the way, and they shared with me stories of their lives, and they taught me so much. And that's actually where I was able to, like, come to terms with the death of my father and forgive him. And that's where freedom comes from, ultimately, is forgiveness. You know, that's the irony. It's like almost like we need to forgive for ourselves, not for others. And so I took that story, I wrote this book that takes place in the Camino de Santiago, but since my, you know, since my 20s, I've learned so much more in my life. So I've layered that into the story. Um, and so that's where rebirth is. It's ultimately a story about, you know, following your heart. You know, it's all the things I've learned when you hit bottom and how you can use that to actually rise to your personal greatness. You know, it's about forgiveness, it's about following your heart, it's, it's about love, it's about letting go, it's about finding new love. Like, so, you know, it's a lot of my life journey into this story. And it's, it's, uh, it just came out two weeks ago, and the response has been just beautiful. You know, like the first email I got, uh, you know, because I put my email in one of my books, was, was blew my mind. It was a woman, she said, I remember her name was Victoria, and she said, you know, I read your book, 
And I want to let you know, I just got out of prison eight months ago, and I've been really having a hard time forgiving myself and coming to touch, touch my humanity. And your book really helped me do that. Thank you. And that's just, that's why I write. Uh, and I'm, I'm really grateful for this book out there. And uh, yeah, that's the new book, Rebirth. What is the most powerful for you, uh, Kamal? What's the most powerful physical location you've ever been to in terms of its impact on your psyche, your spirituality, your sense of well-being? Because you've done quite a bit of traveling and you've traveled to places that people go because they're trying to, that they're searching or they're, you talk about this, yeah. uh, this 500 mile, 550 miles across Spain. Uh, for you, if, if you had to pick one place, what was the one that really sticks with you the most? Oh man, that's a great question. You know, it could be the Himalayas, it could be even Big Sur in California, which is such an amazing place. Um, I don't know if it could even be boot camp in Fort Benning, Georgia. It was a hell of an experience, right? I'm uh, sure it was. If you, probably, probably Big Sur. You know, you know. I said someone the other day. Um, I think when I was, I was on a show and I was saying, you know, I wish every every American could do, could, could do a cross country tour and just see just the massive beauty and how it changes in this land. You know, I was fortunate that I've done that. And I would say just the vastness of the West Coast, you know, when you're out there, just the massive mountains. And when you reach Big Sur, just these mountains falling into the Pacific Ocean and you're driving on these windy roads around there, just, you just feel like you just feel it all. It's probably my I think you could. I think it's a very strong argument you made, and I've I've driven that. What is it, Highway One? I've done that drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Big Sur is physically, at least from what I've seen, is the most beautiful place in the country. I, I, you can argue that. I know a lot of people say, "Oh no, there's you know Yellowstone, or there's some national park, or there's maybe the the you know, the oak tree down the street from where they grew up." Everyone's allowed entitled to their own opinion on this, but Big Sur is certainly uh, very high up on that list. Uh, the book is Rebirth. A Fable of Love, Forgiveness, and Following Your Heart. You guys can also all follow Kamal on Twitter at Kamal Ravikant, R-A-V-I-K-A-N-T. Hopefully this is going to be another runaway bestseller like his last one, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends on It. Kamal, my friend, great to have you, sir. We'd love to have you come back and hang out with us anytime. I would love it. Thanks for having me. All right, my man. See you soon. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 